Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. And this is the bottom of the stream. <laughs> you forgot what you were going to say then, didn't you? Uh, this is our <laughs> weekly news and chat show. It is. Where we're going to chat news. Chat and news chat, and Netflix chat. news and Netflix stuff. And, and movie news. Movie news. And just have a good time. We do. We enjoy this episode. It's just lovely to be here. Yeah, it is. It's great. I love doing The Wave. I love doing the movie show, but I also love doing The Wave. That's... I love doing bottom of the stream. It's great, isn't it? I love you. It is great. I love you too. <laughs> what a loving. How are you? Great. Any gossip? Uh, my wife yes. is, has got braces currently. Yes, she has. Because she's having her teeth done. And yes. she went for an appointment today. And do you know what happened? I didn't even think this was a thing. What? That happened. She had her teeth shaved. Oh. And they're not even hairy. Have <laughs> she not got hairy teeth? <laughs> oh, that must hurt. Did it hurt? She's like... I couldn't feel it, but it felt really weird. <laughs> That's made me... Like, my whole head was, like, shaking. That's made my teeth vibrate. I don't like that idea. <laughs> I don't like it either. How much longer has she got to wear these braces for? Uh, pro- probably um, to the end of the summer time. It's annoying me that she can't eat curry because I really want to go for a curry. I imagine annoying you as well. <laughs> I'm not um, that much of a curry. I, I like a curry, but I'm not, like... A massive curry. Nor am I, to be fair, but I am kind of... Cra- it's, I think it's because I've been on a diet. I'm kind of craving one. Yeah, maybe. 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 So, yeah, teeth shaved, but all okay. Good. I'm glad. How's the building work going? Fine. Yeah? Yeah, not well, well Yeah, just uh, waiting for the new stuff to arrive and then... Excellent. They can they can put it all in. And... Good, good. Happy days. I have an opening ceremony or something. Yeah, know. definitely. We need to work something out. have some food or something. Um, yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, if you're... Uh, Patreon, you would have had a bonus episode. Yeah, we've just recorded a bonus episode. I don't. When should we put that out? Probably oh, we'll as soon as. I don't know. Maybe put it out over the weekend. About the uh, yeah, Razzies. Yeah, we thought we'd do some Razzie nominations. That's more our wheelhouse, isn't it? Than oh, the I would say so. Yeah. Plus, there was a couple of Netflix films that got nominated. So. <laughs> yes, quite a few. <laughs> yeah. That was good. But so we enjoyed that. So there are to... also some in the Oscars, which we'll talk about yeah, in a definitely. little while. So if you want to join the Patreon, there'll be a link in the bio. Yeah. Do that. Or come and find us in Discord as well. Yeah, definitely. Because there's, there's more stuff afoot mm. coming soon. Discord's it's great. It's just nice to have a chat. The dis- that Discord is great. I love that community. There's always somebody talking in there. It's brilliant. Just talk about whatever we want. Of course you can. Yeah. It's a safe space. It is it's a, a safe free space. space. It's a free space. Should we do some news? Let's do it. Didn't ask where I was, but fine. Are you all right? <laughs> I'm good. You had a good week? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. Yeah, it was good. What have you been up to? Been on a treadmill. Yeah? Yeah, bit. I've used it every day this week till today. That's good. Yeah, I'm quite happy. I hate it. I hate every single minute of it, but I'm just going to stick with it. That's what you got to do. Never done exercise before. It's not. It's weird. But yeah, other than that, I'm good. Thank you for asking. Should we do some Netflix news? Let's start with some Netflix news. Cool. What we got? All of us are dead. Okay. Still haven't got around to starting it yet. Is already the third most popular. I don't like how it's phrased here. No. This, this website phrases it as a foreign debut. I would say non-English language. Yes. Uh, behind only Money Heist and Squid Game in its first 28 days. That's impressive, isn't it, really? Uh, and it's only been out a couple of weeks. Yeah, it has. Still got a couple of weeks left. Uh, I finished the first episode. Oh, did you? Yeah, after I had it? to split it into two because <laughs> they're all like an hour and a quarter. I, I must admit, I think if you hadn't have told me that, I'd have started by now, but I haven't. <laughs> I think you might have put me off it a little bit. Well, I know I'm in this position now where I've gone, well, I can't leave it halfway through. No. And at some point I will get back to it. But I've not rushed back. And I really liked the first episode. Okay. But it not... feels like a big commitment. It is a, an hour, over an hour an episode is a big commitment. Yeah. It's too much. I'm going to carve out that time from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. But the zombies are cool. Good makeup. 
I enjoyed what I saw. I think I would really enjoy it. I'm definitely going to get to it. I think it's just finding the time, like you say, finding the time to get to it is a big thing. 361 million hours watched so far since its debut. Excellent. Uh, Which is a lot. But when you consider Squid Game's 1.6 billion. Oh, it's... It's just phenomenal. That's still phenomenal that that happened. But it's a a stronger debut than, for example, Lupin, part one. Elite. Everyone was all about that. Yeah, they Um, were. Yeah, it's just behind three seasons of Money Heist and uh, obviously Squid Game. Money Heist, another one I need to get to. Probably out season three, four and five are the top three, not one and two. So people must be watching more of that. Cool. Good news. Good for them. Uh, I've I've gone a bit all over the house in, in terms of order because okay, we're, we're flipping over to some Disney Plus news. That's fine. Not a problem. Did you know? I didn't realise this. Yeah. Talking about the Oscars. Disney Plus, we've mentioned this before. Why doesn't Netflix do this? Disney Plus have stolen a march uh, because last week they did a live stream. Oh, right. Okay. On their channel. Netflix never do that. I don't no. know if they've ever done it. Well, we talked about it for yeah. like like post shows and hmm. just, you know, a news show or whatever. Uh, Disney did it with the Oscar nominations. Oh, that was live on Disney Plus, was it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, That's interesting. Uh, they released a statement saying, we are pleased with the results and will continue to test as part of our ongoing and iterative approach to deliver the best user experiences to consumers. Disney Plus is becoming a bigger and better thing every week, isn't it? There's, it has more and more appeal every week we talk about it. There's more and more stuff on there. I think it's really... It's growing. I mean, growing. Yeah, that's the word it, I'm looking for. They drop these little diamonds as well. Like mm. no one seems to know that this was happening, but they they dropped just a couple of days ago. Actually, the King's Man. Yeah, that only came out in the free. cinemas like in January. They've done that a couple of times because they did it with Free Guy, didn't they? Yeah, they did uh, as well. And they've also announced that West Side Story. Yeah, will be there from the start of March. That's but, really quick. But yeah, the King's Man is a real quick turnaround. Yeah, that, that came out like. Earlier this year, I'm yeah. sure it did. I'm yeah. left. I'm going to watch that because I I really enjoyed the other two Kingsman films. But I'm definitely going to watch that. Yeah, yeah. They, they do seem to be more going fast for, and hard. Yeah, that's what I mean. They they seem to be getting the pounce on Netflix every so often, don't they? Yeah. Next, did you pick up in the news this week? This was quite a big story here in the UK that uh, Kirsty Allsop, who's a did, yeah. very posh TV presenter over <laughs> here, tells rich people how to buy a house. Yeah. Um, had said that young people could easily afford to buy a house if they just gave up like Starbucks and Netflix. She's a twat. <laughs> Absolutely. Simple a massive bellend. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's done some maths. Okay. You know, like a big good bit of maths and I love a graph. Yeah. Well, someone is uh, a guy called uh, Nathan Bickerton. I'll give, give, let's give him the credit. Yeah. Has made a map of the UK showing exactly how many years you would have to cancel your Netflix for in order to <laughs> in order to buy a sweet house based on the average house price. In London, you would have to go 4,307 <laughs> years without Netflix <laughs> to afford your house. That's 53 lifetimes. What, what was she even thinking? Why would you say something like that? You're just going to get pulled apart. Cheapest place, northeast England. Okay. Only 1,232 years. That's not bad. That's, she's ridiculous. She's a ridiculous human. Absolute posh scumbags, I tell you. <laughs> they just don't live in the same world as people, do they? Yeah. It's just it's crazy. Uh, I love that he's, like, really like he's got graphs and maps and everything. What a hero. <laughs> Give him a, it's at Nick Nathan Bickerton on Twitter. Give him a follow. Oh, housewife's favourite. Yeah. 
me. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Second. <laughs> okay, thanks. Passport's favourite. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Jean Page. Yep. Caused a lot of excitement this week because he announced a new starring role in a Netflix show. Oh, okay. And then people were disappointed because it's only his voice. Oh. He is narrating. See this guy. He is narrating a new nature documentary on Netflix. He's the new Attenborough. <laughs> do you know what? He's got a lovely voice. He could be the new Attenborough. I mean, well, he's got to go and do his naturalist. No, he hasn't. David Attenborough is just surely. a voiceover artist, isn't he? Hey, you pull in some sweet, sweet money doing those voiceover Definitely. artists. Works. Uh, yes, a new documentary series which lands on Netflix 3rd of March. Uh, go back up because you've gone past the title. Sorry. Uh, Surviving Paradise, a family tale. It focuses on the Okavango Delta, which is described as a vast oasis isolated by unforgiving desert. Uh, it says big cats appear to reign here, but in reality, the fate of every creature, great and small, is intertwined. Are you going for his job? <laughs> I fancy some voiceover work. I, you'd be good at voiceover work, I reckon. Bring it on. I, I get words mixed up too Give me much. some I narration to do. Talk. I will With do. Voice for hire. I will do that. I think you could do that. Yeah, Netflix has done a six-way. Oh, And they uh, came out on top. <laughs> Good. <laughs> a six-way bidding battle. Oh, wow. For the rights to turn a short story called Backwards into a movie was won by Netflix. Okay. Uh, Sean Levy is going to direct. He directed Free Guy. He's part of the um, production company who does Stranger Things for Netflix. Okay. Um, and yeah, they have <laughs> nailed and nabbed the rights to this story. Um, a dying father chooses a method to extend his life that involves reverse aging in a de-aging facility. Mm. Appointed to be his caretaker is his estranged daughter. And as the years peel off, they are able to get to the core of where they went wrong as the father relives the memories of different portions of his life and experiences which made him an unlikable person. That sounds awesome. That's a great it sounds synopsis. a bit Benjamin Button, but a bit more sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi Benjamin Button. That's what we want. I mean, they got to bag some good, a good cast for that, and I might be more interested. Yeah, I like the synopsis. Um, the, the thing with Benjamin Button is that's quite an old film now. Yeah, it is. And nobody's ever really done it again. There's film ideas get copied all the time. That's true. But nobody's ever really copied that, have they? Well, yeah, and so I guess this doing, giving it a bit of a more sci-fi twist might be quite interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, so, ex I'm excited for that. He's yeah. a funny looking chap. I'm excited for that. <laughs> 21 Laps is the production company. Can I just read off what they've got on the go at the minute? Yeah, go for it. Um, so The Adam Project, That's which is coming me. to Netflix. Yeah. That's the one about me. Uh, the fourth season of Stranger Things. Yep. Yeah. Cheaper by the Dozen, the remake for Disney+. Plus. Okay. Uh, Crater, which is also going to Disney+. Plus. A Night at the Museum animated series, also going to Disney+. Plus. Um... All the Light Which We Cannot See. I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah, I think we have. As a Netflix movie. Shadow and Bone Season 2. Okay. And a show called Rosaline for Hulu. Jeez. They're busy, busy people. Mm. That's like Ryan Murphy needs to start working <laughs> with them. It's good that they work for Disney Plus, Netflix and Hulu. They don't discriminate. Yeah. Excellent. I'll look forward to that. That sounds good. Yeah, I think so. We'll I'm keep sure. our eyes open for yeah, that one. definitely. One for you. Oh. Trailer has dropped. Yep. A couple of days ago. For the remake of uh, second, is it a remake? It's a second adaptation, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I don't think it's it? a remake. They're not really remaking no. the movie. Uh, it's the second adaptation of the Stephen King 
story novel. Uh, Firestarter. Oh, the trailer's awesome. It's a good trailer. It's I watched a great trailer, trailer. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. I'd forgotten it was coming, if I'm honest. Zac Efron's then, in it. Yeah. I was saying in the Discord the other day, it makes me uncomfortable and makes me feel old when actors jump a generation. Oh, okay. So he's gone from the funny, goofy kid. So he's not funny... Troy in High School Musical anymore. And then he, then he became the like, college jock dude, yeah. didn't he, after that? And now he's a dad with a kid. Yeah. At some point in our lives, Zac Efron's going to be playing granddads. That's life, and, man. Yeah, I know, but it freaks me out. I don't like it. <laughs> I used to watch Raising Hope on, I think it was on Sky somewhere. Right. And one of the Goonies played a grandma in that. I didn't like it. <laughs> because they're animated in, or trapped in the suspended animation exactly, as, yeah, a, you, as, a as a kid. As a movie, you just think, you just look at the Goonies and they're just still young, but they're not. Right. They're older than us. Yeah. A lot older. <laughs> Loads older. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is Blumhouse's first Stephen King adaptation. Yeah, Blumhouse and King seems like a marriage made in heaven to me. For schlocky King. Y- yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for schlocky. Schlocky. There's a lot of schlocky King out there you could work with. Yeah, true. Some of his lesser known and shorter stories, they could have a lot of fun with. Check out the trailer. It looks it's cool. Great. It's gr- it's a great trailer. Firestar is a really good story as well. It's not just a good, like... It is a great book. It's a great book. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. It's not just like a schlocky... I don't know if I've ever seen the first the. I think first I have movie. a very long time ago. It's a ago. young Drew Barrymore, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. A very, very long time ago. It's from the like, 80s, isn't it? Yeah. Is it... Because there's this... Is it King's like second novel? Is that right? Second or third? Carrie was first, and then Salem's Lot, and then The Shining. I okay. believe. So I think it's four. Okay. Just before the stand, right? I think that might. I might be wrong. Okay. Uh, May. The, the, I think this arrives. The girl who's playing the fire starter looks great as well. I think she's going to be Sydney really Lemon. Yep. I believe is her name. You believe? You've read it. <laughs> Next. Don't puncture the illusion. <laughs> we don't illusion on here. We talk straight facts. Ugly Betty. Yep. Herself, America Ferreira. Who is not in the slightest bit of an ugly. No, she's beautiful. She's a beautiful lady. And Harley Quinn herself, Margot Robbie. Another beautiful lady. And the driver himself, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> a beautiful man with a great surname. Have all signed to a movie. That's a beautiful Does cast. that make you excited about the movie? Yes. What if I told you it is the movie version of Barbie? <laughs> Not so much now, I'm not going to lie. Who's playing Barbie? Well, they're all on board. They're uh, all playing Barbie. <laughs> they're all on board to the movie. Is Ryan Gosling playing Ken? Because that's inspired casting, if that's happening. I think he looked like a he great He looks Ken. just like Ken. <laughs> uh, it's directed by Greta Gerwig. These are all proper film people. <laughs> and we're getting Barbie, the movie. Uh, I, I'm on board. I think they're going to go a bit wacky with this. Yeah, and, I hope so. And I've got... Like, I've got some high hopes. Yeah. It's co-written by Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. Which is a great name. Yeah. Baumbach. <laughs> this is not going to be, surely, a straightforward, chintzy, no. hyperactive Barbie movie. No. Not with Margot Robbie on board. Yeah. You've got I think go, we're you, getting something a bit going, quirky. You're getting quirky and crazy with yeah. that, aren't you? She's producing as well, so she's involved. She's in the room. You just want to see Ryan Gosling as Ken. Definitely. Do you think he'll have the like, smooth area? <laughs> the mound the mound oh, I don't think he's going to whack his mound out in the in the Barbie movie CGI mound <laughs> he might do that's what Ken's most famous for <laughs> one of the Chris's has done something Chris Pine I think he was middle range Chris in our rankings I think he of was Chris. Yeah. Uh, he is going to make his de- directorial debut is he the one in Avatar <laughs> no that's still <laughs> Sam Worthington <laughs> Chris Pine's the one out of Star Trek yep. and Wonder Woman I know the dude yeah he's he's going to star 
and direct Paul Mann. World's, Paul Mann. World's worst superhero. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he a swimming pool superhero or a pool table superhero? Oh, good question. It's like or, got, or he's got sneaker cues for arms super- and he can fire ball, pool balls out of his fingers. And he, and he does like place Paul bets Man. as well. <laughs> I don't think he's any of those, unfortunately. Okay. Well, uh, but he's, he's putting a good cast together because he is co-starring in this with Annette Benning. Oh, wow. pretty much Hollywood royalty. Definitely. And the... Absolute legend that is Danny DeVito. Who's definitely Hollywood royalty. <laughs> Pine also co-wrote the script. Uh, he plays Darren Barronman, <laughs> which I really like saying. Darren Barronman. Darren Barronman. Uh, a hapless dreamer and would-be philosopher who spends his days looking after the pool of the Tahitan Tiki apartment block in sunny Los Angeles. Uh, he also ca- crashes city council meetings with his neighbours, Jack and Diane, played by DeVito and Benning. I just know it kind of feels like it's got a bit of Lebowski about it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It's, it's going to be goofy again. When he says looks after the pool, is he like a lifeguard? Or he's a pool man. A pool man. So cleaner. <laughs> I took it more to be like, yeah, sanitary and cleaning, but he could have a bit of lifeguarding to him. It says when Barronman uncovers the greatest water heist in LA history since Chinatown, <laughs> he makes uneasy alliances with a beautiful and connected femme fatale while following every lead he can with corrupt city officials, burnt out Hollywood types and mysterious benefactors, all in the name of protecting his precious Los Angeles. That has kind of intrigued me. That's quite intriguing. I'm, in, I'm up for a bit of a noir crime caper. Uh, and if because that's basically what like Lebowski is, yeah, it is just yeah. in a with a comedic twist. I love um, the line "greatest water heist in history since the last one." <laughs> Chinatown's <laughs> one of my favourite movies of all time. I haven't by seen the way, that in donkey shit, absolute stone cold classics. Nicholson yeah. at his best, yeah. height of his powers. Um, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, I'm up for that as well. I like the Chris. I, I want to see Devito shirtless. DeVito. Oh, yeah, definitely. Lounging around the pool. Who doesn't? Oh, massive picture of Timothy Chalamet's just appeared on the screen. <laughs> awesome. Oscar nominations. Oh, we're going to do a bit on the Oscars? Just a little bit. We'll, we'll hit some of the uh, some of the top had, uh, headlines. Okay. Can't even speak. Just go right down. We're just right to, down. Go right to the list. There we go. Um, best picture. When did the Oscar nominations, by the way, like expand? Because you used to get like four or five, didn't you? And now it's like ten. So I was reading about this okay. the other day. So apparently at the beginning of COVID, they extended it to eight that year. Right. And then last year, it was allowed between eight and ten. Okay. And this year, they've gone, it's got to be ten. Well, it's just stupid. Because does it just is it not just a selling point so more movies can go, we're Oscar nominated? So their official reasoning is it makes them more diverse. Because they can have films that wouldn't normally have been nominated. Be no, nominated. that's not it's bollocks. That is that is not how numbers work. <laughs> if we you have can 10, still you be can... diverse with five. If we have ten, we pictures. can nominate black people. <laughs> that's basically that's what they're saying. Absolutely disgraceful. That the is. Oscars is a disgrace anyway. Let's be honest. Ugh. I don't want to do this now. Fine. <laughs> Best picture. Belfast. Yep. Coda. Yep. Don't look up. I can't believe don't don't look up. It's fine. It's not that good. It can't. It's not one of the best pictures of the year. There's been a lot of controversy this week that Don't Look Up has been nominated and the new Spider-Man film hasn't <laughs> because the new Spider-Man film is oodles of time better than Don't Look Up <laughs> and as a it's a better film. Than sure. Don't Look Up not just because it's a superhero film. Drive My Car. Yep. Dune. Yep. King Richard. Yep. Licorice Pizza. Yep. Nightmare Alley. Yep. The Power of the Dog. Yep. West Side Story. I don't think there's anything too surprising in there. I think that's what everybody was expecting. I think they're the 10 films that everybody predicted would get nominated. Why does... 
is West Side Story just in there because it's Spielberg? Yes. Because it's a remake of a film that is already a classic. Yeah, and it's not supposed to be very good either. Mm. So there's already a. Oh, we just oh, don't need it anyway. Keep I know. Going. I know Marvel films are never going to be nominated, but there's films in there that are not as good as yeah. Spider-Man. No matter. Uh, best directors, only five. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Yep. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Raisuki Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. And Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I think that's pretty similar to BAFTAs with the addition of Steven Spielberg. Yes, I think you're right. I've got a question okay. about the Oscars. Please. So the Oscars do Best Actress and Best Actor. Yeah. Why do they not do Best Male and Female Director? Uh, good question. Should they go like the Brits and just do Best acting person uh, i think so they have in the category of best male or female director Do, it's because you want a couple of acting awards awards to give out isn't it because yeah. going by their um their workings that we've just been through for best picture surely you can just put the five best actors and the five best actresses in one acting category yeah and say which one's which the, one's best, the actor. best yeah that's what they should be doing yeah that's what all awards they remember should be doing these days in my opinion. But that doesn't suit them for this. No. So they won't do it. Uh, best Actress. Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos. And Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I love that Olivia Coleman keeps getting nominated every year now. I, think she's I will get to The Lost great. Daughter at some point. Yeah, same. I will as well. It's supposed to be great. Yeah. I, lo- I, I love that woman so much. I think she's the best. Um, the best of everything best actor Javier Bardem being the Ricardos Benedict Cumberbatch The Power of the Dog Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom <laughs> that's not the DJ Jazzy Jeff <laughs> biopic should be should be um, this guy should be in it Will Smith <laughs> for King Richard and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth there's five top top actors in that category that's, that's a hard one to pick although you don't like Cumberbatch yeah no, Leaves me cold. We've been through this. We have. Garfield's supposed to be great in that musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, again, I need to get around to it. Do we want to do any more? We happy? I'm happy. If you're happy, if you don't want to do any more, then the main ones are they? Yeah. Who's gonna win? What everything? Yeah. Uh, I will say. I think Belfast. It's Kenneth Branagh. It's black and white. It's got some music in it. Uh, yeah, I think it ticks a lot of boxes. For all of the voters. boxes, doesn't it? It really does. It's for me. It's between Belfast and the Power of the Dog. Yeah, they love a going, western. It's the American. I think it's going one of classic, the, one way it? or the other. Maybe you give it to the Power of the Dog and give Kenneth Branagh it for Best Director. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Spielberg's not getting anywhere near it. No, it's a Spielberg's done a film. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Coleman got one a couple of years ago. She ain't getting it. Any of the others good? Look at the, the look at those names. Yeah. Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, Kirsten Stewart, Jessica Justin. I feel Nicole Kidman could be a strong contender. She's I don't think she's uh she's gone home with a with a little man. Well, apart from Tom Cruise. <laughs> but I meant an Oscar. <laughs> nice. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Best actors interesting because they're all big names and it could literally go to any of them. Sure. They're not gonna give it to Cumberbatch purely because he's a Marvel guy. I don't think they give it to Will Smith either. It could it could go to Andrew Garfield. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Bring it home. Yeah. Bring it home for Britain. Absolutely. <laughs> we done on the Oscars? Yeah, that's fine. The bullshit awards anyway. Don't mean anything. Uh, I just wanted to pay a quick tribute to uh, Douglas Trumbull. Okay. Who passed away this week. He was a uh, visual effects wizard. 
Oh, you will have seen his work. He helped design and put together uh, the worlds of Blade Runner. Yep. 2001 Space Odyssey, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, um, and pioneered a lot of the techniques that allowed these to exist. Yeah. Um, his father was also a visual effects artist, so it ran in the family. His he, father, Donald, was on the Wizard, worked on The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so like, that family's like OG Hollywood. That's yeah. been, they've been there for the whole time. But, you know, obviously a great loss, a really talented guy. Do you know what the last movie that Douglas Trumbull worked on was? Oh, God. <laughs> what is it? It's a bottom of the stream movie. One we've done? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. And it, is it effecty? Is there special effects in it? Good yeah. special effects? When did we do it recently? Oh, oh, I want to say maybe season three. Wow. Three or four. Mid, was that, middle. Was it a time travelly one? No. Oh, um, I don't know then. I'm never going to get it. Uh, his, the last movie that he worked on was The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Wow, I never would have got that. Which was a lovely little movie. It was a love. There wasn't a lot of special effects in it. The costumes. And... I remember saying that the Bigfoot costume was garbage <laughs> at the time. There was some big fire explosions and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, what I've just found interesting in this article is that when it's talking about his dad and how he worked on The Wizard of Oz, he also worked on Star Wars Episode Four. That's a yeah. big long career yeah. between those two films. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, rest I in peace. Th- yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning. Rest in peace, Douglas Trumbull. That's it for news. What's this? We've got a link here on its own. Oh, I found a cool website. Oh, Nick's found a cool website. I love a cool website. And it kind of related to the movie we're watching this week. Okay, dokie. So this week we are, if you come back here on our, this very feed, you will find us talking about a movie called Under the Shadow. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. I've got it right, haven't I? You have got it right. And I chose it, so I should <laughs> know what the movie was called. Uh, a horror movie? Yes. Got a few jump scenes in it? I found a website called wheresthejump.com. Okay. In which you can type in a movie and it will give your movie a rating out of five on the jump scale. As in how many jump scares are in it? Correct. And how effective they are. And it will also list where the jump scares are in the movie if you are really like against them and you want to be prepared. What a great idea. Uh, It also ranks them. So you've got the highest rated jump scare movies, the lowest. Uh, It's also got it for TV shows. And then it's got the uh, individually, it splits out the the scares so you can see what's the individual best. What the actual best jump jump scares are. So what do they reckon the best Um, jump scare is? Let's have a look. So you've got, it goes through a lot of the classic tropes, so American Werewolf in London, the sort of fake, oh, it was a dream jump okay. scare. Yeah. Um, people jumping out of closets, like in the ring. Um, yeah. What an interesting and, and, website. And the, um, you can see the sort of clips uh, that are linked there as well. Uh, it's really cool. You've got Carrie, the hand coming out of the... Classic jump scare. How many times is that? Yeah, we've seen that done elsewhere. That still makes me jump every time I watch it. So you can you can type in a movie and it will give you the rating. Can we type in Under the Shadow? Yeah, let's do that since we're talking about that on Thursday. My hands won't go around my microphone. <laughs> it's come up as well. Yeah. So the jump scare rating for Under the Shadow is 3.5 out of five okay i don't think it's too bad so if you go back up uh you get a little summary uh and it would say so for example for this the jump scare rating after a slow start under the shadow has a large number of jump scares in the second half 
I won't read the next bit, but it pulls out a particular one. We're both nodding at each other right now. That it is extremely effective and will li- most likely cause most viewers to jump. Uh, I about had to change my pants <laughs> at that particular one. That particular one. one. So come back on Thursday and we'll talk about I'm, it. I'm quite... <laughs> I don't really fall for jump scares very often because yeah. I feel like you can see them coming a lot of yeah. times and you could see that one coming. Yeah. But when it comes, oh, I nearly shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> you get a synopsis of the movie, you get a bit of info, how many jump scares are in it. So again, with this uh, this example under the shadow, it says there are nine jump scares, four major, five minor. I'm I don't not know sure there was you, that many. How you um, sort it, of like it tells you if it's it. on Netflix or not as well, which is yeah. interesting. Uh, and then you you go down later in in the entry for the movie and you get the timestamp and what they actually are where the jump scares are. So yeah, how interesting! I just, just I don't know why I, there's a picture of Dracula <laughs> on the middle of the screen, but I do, I just think along with where's the jump dot com and does the dog die dot com, you you can trigger you trigger warning yourself for as yeah. much as you want for any movie. You can watch any movie you want as long as you read and up about it beforehand. <laughs> That's really interesting. Good find that Nick. We'll put a link into the Discord at some point. Where's the jump.com? Where's the jump.com? Go just have fun. I, had, I spent a little time, uh, quite quite a little bit of time browsing <laughs> around it and cool. it was quite interesting. So. News done? That's all the news. News done. Have and you miscellaneous any- information. <laughs> have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've actually watched quite a lot this week. I've watched a fair bit this week too. Shall I go first? Yes. Um, I have completed Boba Fett. Okay. How was it? How did it end? I, it's still a mess. Okay. I, I've decided that, you know, it's really sneaky because basically if you expe- if you watch The Mandalorian, the first two seasons, yep. and you thought, well, I'll wait till season three comes. I'm not that interested in that Boba Fett character who was a cameo. Then you're going to be really confused when the third season of The Mandalorian starts. So is this Because like- a load of stuff's happened and you'll be like, what, 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 what? <laughs> is this like season two and a half of The Mandalorian? Yeah, basically. Right, okay. Which I think was not on the tin. No, it's not what they described it as. <laughs> it's a mess. Would you be confused if you hadn't seen The Mandalorian? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's, there is definitely intertwining. Right. So it's, a, it's obviously a shared universe, but to the yeah. point where you need to have seen the other. But I think all the, the all the previews was like, oh, well, this is going to be a quite a small scale story. It's going to be, yeah. but like uh, Star Wars, the the crime syndicate, yeah. you know, it's Boba Fett trying to, yeah. And, and his character is terrible. <laughs> it's this legendary character that's been around for four, whatever forty years in Star Wars. Yeah. You don't know anything more about him by the, by the end of the series. That's, they, they've not moved the character on. It's, that's a bit of a crime, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was surely the time to justify this character's existence. And, and literally, the way it comes across is four episodes in. Oh, we've got bored of that guy. Let's, Let's go, go and back to the see what we're doing with our, the people we like. Mm, not a good recommendation there from Nick. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I didn't. So, I, do, I can't say I didn't enjoy it, but there's just there's a it, lot. There's so much wrong with it. Okay, it's just it's a mess. Cool. Um, Anything yeah. else? Uh, I have I watched the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. All of it. Yeah. Thoughts. Uh, once I got in tune with it, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Is getting in tune with it. Yeah. Have you seen the woman in the window? No. Okay. I, I, you you blasted it so much. I, so did. I was just <laughs> like. To go with this. No, it's good though, isn't it? That last episode is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. There was, I, I counted six twists yeah. in that episode, and it's and there's like so many other tropes in there as well. Yeah. It's just funny. It's good. I love the guy just fixing the mailbox. Yeah, for the whole for the whole series. Because yeah. I was like, something's going on with him. It must be. And then that was just all a great big MacGuffin, and yeah. nothing came of it. it was brilliant. And that cameo at the end, 
Oh, crazy. What is that all about? Crazy. Oh, where did that come from? Can we spoil it? I don't know. Yeah, There's do a it. huge Hollywood actress in, in the, the last episode. Yeah, one scene. Yeah. yeah. I've spoiled it. <laughs> That's brilliant. I was like, fucking. <laughs> and it was. It was bizarre. Well, I was really confused because, you know, I'm a big fan of community. Yes. And you went, there's a huge cameo in the last episode. And then the dean from community, Jim Rush, is the, <laughs> is the air hostess. Yeah. And I was like, oh, amazing. It's him. And then <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on? I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. It's really good fun. It's, it's a fun parody played straight. But actually, the story is really, really good as well. gets yeah. you invested. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Good. Uh, I also watched Murderville. Have you watched all of them as well? All of them. Same. I did them all in one day. I did it all on Saturday. Which is Will Arnett's sort of improvised. It's a remake of Murder in Successful. Yeah. Which I've never seen. I haven't. And do you know why? I went to watch it this week. And do you know why I can't see it? Why? It's on BritBox. Oh. It's only available on BritBox. Oh, okay. It's not even on the iPlayer. There you go. So I nearly signed up for a seven day trial of BritBox, no, but I didn't. I do want to watch it though. I might have to find it in other. So he gets a movies. celebrity guest every episode to help him solve the crime. He yes. plays a detective, uh, Terry Seattle. Terry Seattle, great name. But the celebrity guest doesn't get the script. No, they're completely improvising everything they do, and they have to uh, solve the murder at the end of the episode. It's brilliant. They vary. Yeah, they're all, and they're that's not, not all necessarily brilliant. down to the guest. No, there's one that stands out above the rest. Yeah, of them. so like Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. But it was easy for him. You could tell it was in his wheelhouse, yeah. couldn't you? Yeah, and he yeah. wasn't flummoxed by anything that was thrown at him. No. Because he could think on his feet. And it's funnier when they're getting com- when they're into it and they're confused by it and yeah. they're laughing at it. The, I think we're both thinking the same episode. The, the Camille Nadjani episode. So good. Because he's just like, he's, he's a just... bit guarded. And then he's, and he's, Arnett picks up on it and he keeps he puts him through the ringer, doesn't he? Really he really does. And then but then when he goes when um what's his name? Kamal. Yeah. When he goes for it and gets involved in it, Will Arnett can't stop laughing. Yeah. And it it's it was him trying not to laugh that was really yeah. creasing me. Because it's the best one. It's the be- it is it's the best so one. Cool. By, the, by when he's walking down the hallway doing his he firstly tries to make him do a cool walk, walk yeah. and then he's got to do like an ugly, ugly walk. Yeah. And that I was I actually had tears. I did as well. Eyes. Randomly enough, I watched that on my phone whilst I was waiting for my dad the other day. Right. I was sat in the car watching it, and it was just, I was crying. I must have the right moron <laughs> sitting in this car park. But, oh, it was so funny. I'd like to see more. and it's, it's I hope they'll do more. The Ken Young one's really good as well. Yeah, That's Ken Young just gives up all pretense of trying to keep a straight face. Yeah, he has no clue. He's just laughing. Yeah, all the he, way just, he just breaks all the way through. Yeah. The bit when they're in prison, they're talking to the Irish guy. <laughs> really funny it's it's a highly high recommend from me i think they're all great there's just some that are really great yeah even the sharon stone one's really good it's just not as probably not as good as the rest of them yeah maybe it's the other one. Oh, um, marshawn lynch marshawn lynch which i couldn't understand a word that guy was saying no he was funny like, <laughs> but he was very he funny and then the the annie, annie murphy, murphy from Shit's creek she was really good as well they're all really good but i'd highly recommend murderville it's good 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 fun it's a good half an hour show really yeah, funny really funny uh, I'm nearly there. One more thing for me. Okay. Last night. Yep. Just just put the first one, first episode on. Liked it so much. Watched the second episode. Oh, good. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, Reacher. Oh right. Okay. Brilliant. Really. Yeah. Only well, I'm only got, going on the first two episodes. I'm totally invested. Oh, I'm in the market. They've nailed him. Really. Exactly. Absolutely got him. Yeah. I've, I I don't know if you've read any of the books. I haven't. I've not read all of them. I've read quite a few. Okay. And God, they got him just right. Oh, okay. Everything that was wrong with Tom Cruise being this guy. <laughs> That's interesting because I'm, I'm in the market for a new show, so maybe I'll go with that then. Yeah. Cool. It's violent. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love a violent show. Yeah. 
I think you'd like it. I, I'm, oh, we'll I'm really, uh, really into the, like I say, first two episodes and it's got, got, got me hooked. I will check that out. Is that you done? I'm done. I've had a documentary week. Oh, lovely. I have watched two documentaries this week. I want to talk about both of them. One of them is on Netflix, one isn't. I watched The Tinder Swindler. Yeah. Um, I just put it on. I think it was Sunday night because I was like, I'll be honest, I watched it because I wanted to talk about it on here. Because sure. it's, it's a big news on Netflix. still number one on Netflix charts. It's brilliant. Oh, is it really good? It's a really fascinating story of how how this guy did what he did. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. Because to do it, you would need a staff of logistic experts. <laughs> I, I have no idea how he... He's got like eight phones on the go. Yeah, but he's conning, he's conning women out of hundreds of thousands of dollars by living this lavish lifestyle, which the previous woman is still paying for. Yeah. So the logistics of who's knowing who's paid for what. Yeah. And when he's got to start on the next target. And... Yeah. And then this, this, there's, a, there's, a, there's three women basically in this documentary. And the one who brought him down she is fantastic. Yeah. Because the way she did it was so clever. And it's it's a high recommend for me. It's a really interesting show. Cool. And the fact that this guy did all this without breaking a single law in what he did, he's still not in prison. Yeah. He's been to prison for something unrelated, which they caught him for because of this. But it wasn't because of what he was doing to these women. Wow. And he's still out there. He's still he's still living the life in Dubai. He's fine. He's happy. He's, he's still rich for some somehow. Yeah. So it, there's there's a possibility he's still doing it because he isn't breaking any laws by doing it. Tinder have banned him from the site now, and I think most of our dating apps as well. Yeah, but oh, it's brilliant. Honestly, it's I've really it's, really. Good. It it's it's real, on for ages. It's on for two hours, so it's, it's a long time for a documentary film, but it's good. And I also watched another documentary. This okay, week. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's called Class Action Park. I have heard of it. It's wonderful. Uh, honestly, it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It's fascinating that the place ever existed. Do you know yeah. what it is? Yeah. So Action Park was a theme park in New Jersey in the 80s slash early 90s. Yeah. And it was just run by complete morons who just tried to get away with anything and everything that they could. And it was basically a death trap for years. Have you seen the documentary? No, I've I've, I've just heard that... It- it needs to be watched. It definitely needs it to be really watched. Good. It's a Sky documentary, so unless you've got Now TV, you don't think you're going to be able to see it. Yeah. Um, but so it's a water park, and they had this ride. I'll just I won't tell you all about it, but I'll tell you about this ride. Right? Sure. Do you know like a standard water slide? Yes. This one's got a loop, the loop at the bottom. <laughs> so it's a water slide with a loop at the bottom. It's enclosed. Of course it is. It's an enclosed water park uh, slide, right? So they used when it was first invented, designed. They tested it on crash test dummies to see if it worked. Fine. And it worked. So the power, the water was powerful enough to get you around it. But every one of the crash test dummies either came out beheaded or dismembered. Oh, okay. So the guy was like, I'll send my son down to <laughs> see how he gets on. So they put him in his like full hockey gear yeah. and he went down and survived it. So then he was like, right, we'll test this out now on the employees. So he offered the employees at the park who were between 14 and 16. He was employing kids to work in this yeah. park. He was never there himself. The, the oldest manager on site was 16. <laughs> so they employed these kids, and he said, I'll give you $100 when you get to the bottom of the ride. Yeah. Back in the eight, early 80s, that's a lot of money. So these guys were going down it and literally coming out all battered and bruised, concussed, sure. everything. And then after a while, after a couple of days, they started coming down and they'd got cuts and grazes all over them. Uh-huh. And they couldn't understand where this had come from. So they, they've got a hatch in the top. So they go into this top. Do you know what it was that they was cutting them, no ripping idea. them up? It was the teeth of the previous riders oh. that got embedded in the ride and was ripping people apart as they were going down the slide. That is 
sick. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy story. It's a really interesting show and how it stayed. Six people died there and it stayed open for like 14 years or something stupid. Wow. It's fascinating. It's really, really good. It's a really, my brother recommended it to me, so shout out to him. But it's a really good, really good documentary. I'd That's highly insane. recommend it. It's incredible. And the water was like spring water, so it was ice cold. <laughs> so people would hit the water and then just pass out because it was so cold. It was just it's madness. It's a great story. Highly recommend. It's called Class Action Park. I think Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, not Johnny Depp. Johnny Knoxville made a film about it. I think I ago. think that is on Netflix. Is it really? I think okay. so. The, yeah, the, the the movie version. I think, I think the movie's called Action Park yeah. or something along those lines. But no, I've not seen it. But yeah, the documentary is well worth checking out. The guy was a crazy person. And it's really good fun all the way through until you they interview a woman whose son died there. And then it's like, yeah, this isn't funny anymore. Yeah. This is like real. This is this how this was allowed to happen was beyond me. But that's it. That's everything I've watched this week. Quite the week we've yes, had. We have. We've had a good week. So we're we're flying through this. We've just got one thing left to do that we've both watched, hopefully. Yeah. Catler, episode seven. Extend your rod to me, Nick. Here you go. Thank you. What did you think of episode seven of Catler? Uh I thought it was setting up the finale, wasn't it? Hundred percent. That's, That's what, what the it was there for. Penultimate episode. It was, it was moving for. the players into their yeah. sort of final positions. Yes. Um, I think what I said still stands. Tor. Yeah. The guy is having it away with a younger version of his ex girlfriend. Yeah. Absolute piece of work. <laughs> it really is. That guy can just go in the sea. So her her son turned up in this episode. Yes. He travelled to. Again, and they had all, it made me laugh because he was like, Tor said, as well. Tor said, you need a permit to go over it. And the guy's like, oh, they just waved me over. Cause... Yeah, because there'd been the car accident yeah. because of the kid, what the kid did last week. Yeah, they, they actually called themselves out on that, I think, because you're not allowed on this island and every episode somebody's turned yeah. up. So, yeah, I think they called themselves out a little bit there. Um, Daddy, the uh, geologist guy, yeah. he actually went into the crater. Yeah, that was, that was definitely a finale setup, wasn't it? And we saw the doppelgangers being birthed yeah i guess coming out of the so we know now that these things are not they are like it's aliens it's aliens you, said, you called, called it, it in right episode one it's gonna be aliens. i said to you it's gonna be bollocks if it was aliens and it's it's aliens it's a meteorite that's been hidden by the the glacier it's been hidden under the glacier for so many years and now the volcano's melting the glacier yeah that these these doppelgangers are able to come out and, and, and daddy comes back with a sample and it's basically like this gelatinous Goo. goo that like forms it can copy yeah yeah that's where it's heading it's yeah. always where it's heading but I, I i i don't hate it i don't like i think I'm, it had earned i think it has earned it i think you're right it didn't just drop it on did no, it? it didn't just it, go, oh, there's been hints about these folk tales about changelings and yeah i'm intrigued to see where it's going there was a one line in this week so i don't know why but it really made me laugh okay so Green was talking. So people actually started talking to each other in this episode. Yes, finally was- people are communicating, which has been <laughs> which has my been, big frustration. Yeah, which has been our biggest bugbear all the way through. So Green was talking to, what's the geologist guy name? Daddy. So they're all talking about all these doppelgangers have turned yeah. up and your son's turned up and my sister's turned up and now I've turned up. And he says, oh, you're, you've, you're a copy of you's turned up. And she's like, because he hasn't heard of this. He yeah. just thinks it's dead people. And she's like, yeah, she's uh, she's a bit like me, but she's probably a bit happier with her life. Yeah. <laughs> it really made me laugh because she is a miserable cow. Although she's still not communicated well enough because her husband was out. She left him. We said this last week. She I left him a note saying, I've gone out. Yeah. The other woman's not me or something. Yeah. She, he doesn't believe it at all. Yeah. And then the other woman like 
seduces him. Seduced him, and she comes back, and the husband's in bed with her doppelganger. Thinking it's her. She doesn't even go in <laughs> and say, uh, I've got a real problem with Grima. I, I, I think she's just like stupid. She just walks away and lets him go at yeah. it. Yeah. That's not how a person would act. No, it's not. And I, and think I know she's been through a lot because we see a flashback to her watching her mother walk into the city. Yeah. Um, because her sister did at the end of this episode. Yeah. And she, the doppelganger of her sister yeah. did the same. Because she goes up to her sister and she finds out during the episode that her sister is dead. Yeah. They've got the DNA results, but also her sister is here. Yeah. So she goes up to this doppelganger and she's like, "You, the dead body is you. Look, here's the paperwork. So the, the doppelganger just goes and walks off into well, the sea. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of, because that, do- Asa, her, her sister says, <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm not real. I'm not I real, don't really, yeah. you know. But then just walks off into the sea. Yeah. I thought it was a bit strange, but I'm intrigued to see what the last episode... That could have been a finale. I would have been happy with that as a finale. So I'm intrigued to see where it's going with the last episode. We need to know what happens with this murderous kid. Kid, evil yeah. Evil changeling kid. Cause yeah, because he's, he's like an evil somewhere. one. So is he an evil one because the kid was a little bit messed up? Yeah, they're, they're, is he, they're like a bit sort of hype, hyper-versions versions of themselves. Of, yeah. yeah. Overall, I think it's been a great show. There's a couple of weak episodes and it's not... The, the dub's not great sometimes. But mm. The dub the dub's good, but it's not. Some of them are bad. Yeah. Gr- the woman who plays Grebus. Well, come back on Thursday and we'll talk about bad dubs. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Um, yeah. Did you watch the dub then of that? No, I just tried it out. Okay. okay. And everyone had an American accent. Yeah, there, there was that problem. Which Catler doesn't have. No. Because everybody's got like an Icelandic or Swedish accent. Yeah. But it also then makes them feel a bit like stunted with their English. Yeah. They're just all monotonous, one-tone monotones. Especially the woman who's playing Grima. Very mon- monotone. But yeah, we've got the finale to do next week. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll get to that. Then See we if it ties up. Then we're going to need to pick another one. We will. I don't know what's going on. What's going to happen next? We'll work it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Have we got anything else we need to talk about? I think that's it for me. Just come back on Thursday. We're talking yeah, what about, we talking about Under the Shadow. This is your wild card. An Iranian ghost story i think yeah i think it is it is a ghost story we'll go through that we'll see yeah. see where that ranks in the stream see where, table see what you've done with your wild card this season yeah. cool yeah so do that go and check us out on all the socials and then come back on thursday to talk about under the shadow cheers bye